hey there guys, welcome back to the Zeke Said So Show. Uh, this is a brand new episode of the Zeke Said So Show, where we, this is the only show where we talk about all things movies, uh, movies, TV, comic books, video games, and all that sorts of good stuff. And uh, it is a solo episode, because uh, I'm the only one here, <laughs> I'm the only one here after the long, long break, the long one week break we have uh yeah it 2019 over we are in this is the first show of 2020 first show of a new decade and it is just wow i can't believe we're already in 2020 and i can't believe that we're already like man it's just it, it's crazy that we're here like how did we get here how did we as a society get here i can't explain but um we're gonna, we have a packed show today. We're going to talk about uh, Deadpool 3 is happening at Marvel. We're going to talk about favorite movies of the decade. We're going to be talking about our top, the top five most anticipated. And I'm also going to be taking your Q&A questions. I'll tell you guys how to send in a Q&A question uh, once we get to that part of the show. Now, wow. <clears throat> I got the hiccups today, guys. Sorry. Um, now... What I the first thing I want to do is I want to get a a, uh, a bit of a house cleaning or whatever. Um, this is going to be a big announcement, guys. Big announcement here on the Zeke Said So show. So you guys know that I uh, stopped doing YouTube. I stopped reviewing movies on YouTube because of Kaba, um, and. A lot of people were asking me, well, Zeke, if you're going to stop revealing, uh, doing reviews on YouTube, what's going to happen to Throwback Thursday? And I didn't want to cancel Throwback Thursday. I didn't want to cancel it, um, and I didn't want to make it a Patreon, especially since I don't have enough Patreon supporters to do it. Uh, I didn't want to make it an exclusive Patreon-only thing. Um, but what I decided to do... And I decided that I was going to um, make the uh, make the <laughs> I was going to make the Zeke Said So show uh, I, and I was going to make the Zeke Said So show a podcast. And then I realized, well, you know what? I'll just bring Throwback Thursday along with me. Um, I so starting on January 9th, two thousand twenty, you will get the Throwback Thursday show. And don't worry, it's not going to be its own separate podcast feed. It's going to be on the Zeke Said So Show podcast feed. Um, so stay subscribed to this feed, uh, to the to the podcast feed, the Zeke Said So Show. And, uh, you know, every Thursday you'll get, I'll, it will say in all caps, Throwback Thursday. Uh, episode whatever. Episode 1, episode 2, episode 3. Um, and the first episode is actually going to be one that um was originally a youtube video the first episode of throwback thursday you guys will get is uh my episode as an old as an more recent throwback thursday episode uh where i review lord of the rings the fellowship of the ring uh and then the week after that you'll get two towers and then the week after that you'll get return of the king so you're going to get my lord of the Ring. the lord of the rings movies will be the first three episodes of throwback thursday and that will start on January 9th. So that's the big announcements. Um, and also, I do have another show that's in development 
that I will announce within the next week or two. Um, right now, it's still in development, and I still want to. I still want to uh, get a couple thoughts on it before I start. Uh, before I actually start that show. All right. With all that out of the way, let's move on to the first part of the show where we talk about movie news, and we only really have one movie news topic, um, but. This is where we just talk about news, all the stuff that's happening in the world of movies uh, and stuff like that. The first movie, the first movie news topic we're going to talk about is uh, apparently Ryan Ryan Reynolds. Wow, Ryan Reynolds. Um, Ryan Reynolds says that Deadpool three is happening at Marvel Studios. Let me let me t- let me say this, guys. Um, I like the first two Deadpool movies. I really really do. Um, and I've always said the only thing that should stay from the Fox X-Men era is Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool. Because I believe Ryan Reynolds is the only person on the planet who can play Deadpool and play a more accurate version of Deadpool. Um, just like, well, no, there's, never mind. I was going to say just like Tom Holland can play a more accurate version of Spider-Man. But Josh Keaton is really the only person on the planet who can portray portray the most accurate version of Spider-Man. But anyway. Um and now what do I think of this? Um I I like this. I really do. Um I think if this is true, uh I hope Marvel announces it whenever they announce like phase 5. I hope this is one of the first movies out the gate. Um I know Blade is probably going to happen first, but um I hope that this Deadpool 3 does happen. Um, and I kind of want this Deadpool movie to be kind of like, not just Deadpool's introduction to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but also him making fun of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, but I also want to know how they're going to do this without it being rated R, without having those first two Deadpool movies be rated R. Like, because those first two Deadpool movies, they're they're rated R, but it's like, Okay, but this one, is it going to be PG-13? Is it going to be rated R? Like, what's it going to be? I have a feeling, I have a good, strong feeling, though, that it is probably going to be PG-13. Especially if Ryan, if what Ryan Reynolds says is true, if it is indeed happening, if it is indeed being developed at Marvel Studios, then, yeah, it's going to be PG-13. It's not going to be rated R. Because I remember even someone... I remember, I think it was at Comic-Con when they announced Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, Kevin Feige said it was going to be like a horror movie. And they said, uh, someone yelled out in the crowd, uh, Rated R! And then Kevin Feige just said, no, it's going to be PG-13, but you're going to like it. You know. So I think I think Marvel is going to, if they do, a Deadpool th- if they do another Deadpool movie, it's going to be a PG-13 Deadpool. Um, which... Uh, which you know I'm not I'm not too excited of the idea but if it gets Ryan Reynolds into the MCU it gets Ryan Reynolds into the MCU but um I will say this though um technically you are allowed one f word in a uh, in a PG-13 movie so just saying Deadpool could still drop the f bomb um <clears throat> uh okay the next topic I'm going to talk about is um like I said earlier, it is it, it, we have come to the beginning of a new decade, which means the 2010s is over. Now, I do want to talk about what has been my favorite movie of the 2010s, 
Um, I do have some kind of a list somewhere. Let me see if I can find it. Um, okay, so uh, so let me just name off the one movie. Uh, I'll name off a few other movies. Um, one of them, I will say one of my favorite movies of the decade was a movie called Whiplash. That movie was fantastic. Damien Chazelle has easily become one of my favorite directors working today. The other one is in Blade Runner 2049. Uh, the the next one after that is probably going to be Creed, which I think uh, is Ryan Coogler's best movie. Um, and I'm also going to name off uh, uh, John Favreau's Jungle Book remake. Um, yeah, I know I'm, I know I'm the only person who thinks that movie's great, but I don't care. Uh, but Time to name off the number one best movie of the decade. And I tried to pick the movie that had um, influenced me the most. Like, what movie did I watch that I was so impacted by? And to me, that movie was Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse. Um, it's the movie that I've seen the most. I've seen that movie more than enough times. Uh, like, honestly, I was just watching it a couple days ago. Like, it was just... like. For some reason, I just wanted to watch it because it's just that great of a movie, you know. Sure, it's got some things that are, you know, sure, a lot of people are going to say it's not as good as Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2, but I think it is. I think it is the best Spider-Man movie we have gotten in a long time. It it far surpasses Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2. It is a masterpiece not just in superhero movies, uh, not just in comic book movies, but also in um, in animation in general. It's one of the most groundbreaking animated movies I've seen in a very long time. So um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is uh, my favorite movie of the 2010s. Um, when I think back on, 2000, on, the, on the 2010, from 2010 all the way to 2019, uh, I'm going to think about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That's all I'm saying. Uh, and I can't wait for Spider-Man uh, Into the Spider-Verse 2, which is also... Really... Oh, another movie I want to mention, uh, not as my favorite, but also just as a, kind of like an honorable mention, um, is Captain America The Winter Soldier. That movie be is like one of my... all is my second favorite comic book movie behind The Dark Knight. Like, I love that movie. Love that movie. Um... And uh, it really, it really showed me how great what uh, what <laughs> guys who direct sitcom, you know, don't judge a director just because of their previous work. Okay, so now that we've gotten into um, the best of the 2010s, we are past the 2010 era. We are now moving into the 2020s. Uh, Let's talk about what are what my top five most anticipated movies of 2020 are. Um, now I do have a list. Um, I do have a list, and I want to be very careful with what I say. Here. So, uh, hold on. Uh, so, sorry, I'm just searching up my list because I can't. Uh, I put it in some folder. So, all right, here are my top. Five most anticipated movies of the 2010s. Uh, I do want to name off a couple honorable. Let me name off some honorable mentions, though. Um, one of them is obviously uh, coming out in actually a couple week, a few weeks here. Um, Bad Boys for Life. Really excited for that. 
Fast and Furious 9, um, Ghost, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, um, oddly enough, I am looking for, forward to Jungle Cruise, and Halloween Kills, which is one that I'm very excited for. Um, so let's get on to my top five. At number five, I got Free Guy. Um, I cannot wait for this movie. Uh, like, Ryan Reynolds can do no wrong, in my opinion. I mean, he's done some movies that aren't great, but um, I can't wait to see him in this new uh, movie called Free Guy. Like, it's it just looks amazing. It looks great, and I... I saw a trailer for it in front of Star Wars. I think it was around my second or third view, and I can't remember. But um, I saw the trailer for it, and immediately I got major uh, Wreck-It Ralph vibes from it. It just looks so great. Live action. It's going to be the best live action uh, version of Wreck-It Ralph we're ever going to get. So that is my number five. At number four... At number four, I have Christopher Nolan's Tenant. Now, Tenant, like, look, I did not love Dunkirk. And if I had liked, and if I had loved Dunkirk a little bit more, Tenant would be my most anticipated movie of the year. But for me, I didn't love Interstellar, and I wasn't a huge fan of Dunkirk. Um, but I am. But after seeing the trailer, Tenet is like it easily reached into my top five most anticipated of next year. I can't wait to see that movie, and it, I think it's going to be great. I really do. I think it's going to be like his next Inception, um, just a masterpiece in um, in uh, in filmmaking, um, and also just the way he shoots his movies. I'm I'm so looking forward to the beautiful look of that movie. At number three, at number three, I have A Quiet Place Part 2. I loved the first A Quiet Place movie. Um, it was uh, scary. It was fun. Um, and honestly, after seeing the trailer, I am now more on board with it than I was when they first announced it. Um, and honestly, like, I'm interested to see how John John Krasinski does with his second movie because this is his second movie. So Quiet Place was his directorial de- was his directorial debut, and it was a very impressive debut, um, actually. And I and I'm really looking forward to a Quiet Place too. I'm also really looking forward to how they um, expand on the world, on how, what they do when when it comes to expanding on that world, um, which is something that I'm interested in. Especially with how they set it up in the first movie. Um, and number two, we have Godzilla vs. King Kong. Um, this movie's going to be all sorts of awesome. The fights are going to be amazing. Um, I do have some re- nervous uh, hesitations about it, considering that Adam Wingard is kind of directing it, and Dead Death Note wasn't all that great. But... Um, I am uh, still looking forward to this because I've always wanted to see an updated version of Godzilla fighting King Kong. Like, that just will be the greatest thing that's ever happened in history. So, um, that is my number two. And at number one, number one, my, mo- my number one most anticipated movie 
of 2020 is the new Pixar movie, Soul. Um, now, for those of you who don't know what Soul is, um, it is... Uh, I'll... I'll go ahead and read you the synopsis. A middle school music teacher dreams of playing at a legendary New York jazz club, the Blue Note. Um, And basically what ends up happening is that, um, and also from what it looks like in the trailer, he falls into a a well, uh, not a well, um, into the sewers. And kind of like, it looks like he like goes into a new type of world. Um, But, the movie has a big, huge, like, it feels like a good vibe. It has those inside-out slash up vibes. Um, considering that it's being directed by the same guy who did both of those movies, I gotta be excited. And plus, Inside Out was one of my mo- was one of my favorite movies of the decade. That's another one that I forgot to mention. Um, it was one of my favorite movies of 2015. And um, I watched, and I can't wait for Soul. I just can't wait. And, um, yeah, that's my most anticipated of the year. So, um, at number five, I have Free Guy. Number four, Tenants. Number three, A Quiet Place Part Two. Number two, Godzilla vs. Kong. And number one is Soul. So, those are my top five most anticipated movies of 2020. I want to know what your guys, like, go ahead and start sending in your responses, man. Like, I'll, you know, my... My DMs on Instagram are always open, so go ahead and tell let me guy let me know what are some of your most anticipated movies of 2020. Go ahead and send those in and let me know what you what you guys think. So now that we've gotten those three topics out of the way, we're gonna move on to the best part of the show where we talk about your Q and A question your Q and A questions. So um, what <laughs> so. Uh, how do you guys send in a question? It's very simple, actually. You guys send them in by uh, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Patreon, whatever. You guys send them in, and we talk about your. We just I just answer your questions, and we spend the majority answering those questions. So we're gonna start with the first one, which is, who is your favorite actor working today? Uh, my favorite actor working today, uh, even though he's on TV, I'm gonna say Brendan Fraser. Uh, Brendan Fraser is still my favorite actor working today. Um, he's my—he's honestly my favorite actor ever. Um, I love—I love that. I—I I, I wish he was in more movies because um, I do like what he's done in um, in his pre- his previous work. Honestly, a lot of people forget like he's even good in some really bad movies that he's in. Like uh, like heck, he's even good in freaking uh, oh, man. What's that really bad one he's in? Oh, what's that? really bad when he's in about the animals i can't remember but he's even good in that like yeah the movie sucks but you know he's still really good in it like that's one of those things you know brendan fraser i mean yeah there are some movies where you watch him and go why did you choose this choose this movie but you know he's still giving a good performance so anyway um Thoughts on Travis Knight leaving Uncharted? Oh. Um. I. This Uncharted movie is get, is ending up like The Flash. I'll believe it when I see it. Um. Travis Knight leaving this movie is a mistake. I think if Tom Holland isn't available to shoot this movie, 
you replace him with another actor. I'm sorry, but, you know, Travis Knight is more important to this movie than Tom Holland is. You know, Travis Knight is one of the best filmmakers working today with what he did with Kubo and the Two Strings and what he did with Bumblebee. I think he is one of the best filmmakers working today. And he, like, I wish Sony hadn't screwed this up. I wish Sony had actually just replaced Tom Holland as Nathan Drake. Just replace him as Nathan Drake. Because honestly, I, I don't care to see Tom Holland as Nathan Drake. I just don't. You know, if I could, don't get me wrong, Tom Holland's a great actor. But I have never thought he was a good choice for this, for even a young Nathan Drake. Even a young, if you played Uncharted 4 at Thief's End, a young Nathan Drake is, should be a little bit more sarcastic and all that other stuff. And, that, and honestly, Tom Holland isn't going to, Tom Holland for me just, he, he just seems like a guy, he just seems like he's going to be playing a, a nice guy. Like, even in, not even in just some of the, like, even with, um, in the heart of the sea, which is not that great of a movie, but, like, even that movie, I'm like, he just, it, he doesn't, that, I don't see Nathan Drake in that. He's a great Spider-Man, don't get me wrong, he's a really good Spider-Man, but he's not, you know, yeah, I, I don't, I, I would just rather not, um, I wish they had just kept Travis Knight, but now that he's leaving, like, I, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, I have doubts. Um, do you think we will ever see a live-action Akira movie? No. No, I don't. Um, especially since Taika Waititi is no longer directing it because he's going to be too busy working on Thor. Um, I don't think we are. Um, and honestly, I kind of don't want to because Akira is, like, that movie's already so good. Why do we need to remake it? Like, like I... I just would like to see another anime be adapted in the live. I, I want to see a new Alita movie. Give me an Alita Battle Angel 2. And my computer shut off. So um, I'm going to have to, for the time being, I'm going to have to uh, read my questions through uh, here real quick. Uh, let me see. What are my questions? Do, 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 do. This is completely unprofessional. Okay, <clears throat> um, what is the most disappointing movie you have seen, uh, you have ever seen, I should say? Um, that is a good, good, good question. Um, most disappointing. Thank you, computer. You, you, dis you agree with me. <laughs> Sorry, guys, that was my computer. Um, Wow, most disappointing movie I've ever seen. I, there's a lot. There's a lot of them. I'll say this. It is my least favorite movie of all time. And for those of you who have watched me or followed me for any period of time, you know this. Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, the movie, I should say. The Last Airbender, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Um, I was so excited for this movie. Like, I was just completely excited that movie was just 
it should have been the greatest thing ever. It should have been like the next Star Wars. Where it just comes out of nowhere and it surprises the heck out of everyone. And M. Night Shyamalan took that great show, that great story, crumbled it up into a ball, and threw it in the trash. You can tell that M. Night Shyamalan just does not care. Because he's because he's constantly making choices and writing these terrible a show that was so great at developing characters and giving them great and giving them great dialogue and great everything. A show that was so good at that. And M. Night Shyamalan takes that and says, nah, forget that. We gotta just let's just make this look visually. Let's just make it look visually nice. And even visually, it kind of looks like trash. Because there was this one shot in the movie where the camera is panning around um, Zuko and Aang fighting these uh, fire, uh, fighting these uh, firebenders, and uh, and it's like, it's like, oh come on! I mean, can we stop tracking? There's editing, you know. It just looks kind of messy, you know. Um, editing wise, it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's probably the worst movie I've ever seen, editing wise. So, um, so there that is. Um, for some reason, my computer is glitching, and won't open up the question. So I'm gonna move on to the next one. Uh, who would win in a fight, John Wick or Jason Bourne? Look, I'm a fan of the Bourne movies. Okay, don't get me wrong. The Bourne movies are awesome. But John Wick, come on. Even if you could be the toughest guy in the world, okay? You could be Mr. You know, Mr. I took on three guys who were trying to beat me up for my lunch money, okay? You could. But the second you get into a room with John Wick, you're dead. You're just dead. Because John Wick has proven he can kill you with a pencil, with a book. <laughs> if he wanted to, he could probably kill you with uh, my computer, which is acting very stupid right now. <laughs> he could probably take my computer and kill someone with it. Just That's just... And easily, if he got into a fight with Jason Bourne, Jason Bourne would just stand around... And like kick and punch. He wouldn't even try to attempt to kill. Like freaking John Wick, on the other hand. That dude's some serious that dude's some tough business right there. That is you know, he has proven that he will kill you with literally anything. So uh, my computer is still acting very slow. I don't know why. Ah anyway. Um let me move on to the next two to the next two questions here. Uh, let me see. Do, 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 do. Okay. Oh, good. It's back up. It's back up. Okay, good. Um, the next question is, what are your thoughts on the new Bad Boys movie that's coming out this year? Um, like I said, it's one of my most. It's uh, 
if I had a top, if I was making a top 10 most anticipated, it's in my top 10. It's in my top 10. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, you know, it might end up being complete garbage, but who knows? I mean, I have to see the movie to really judge it, but you know, I'm excited. I'm still excited, you know, because I love those first two bad boys movies. I do. Um, I don't care what anyone else has to say. Honestly, I think Bad Boys 1 and 2 are actually some of Michael Bay's best movies. Like, if I'm being real. Um, rank the DCEU movies from worst to best. Okay, um, I've done a full... Fl- I've done a two-parter video to this, but... Um, from worst to best, I got Batman vs. Superman as the lowest one. Um, Suicide Squad. Aquaman. Justice League. Man of Steel, uh, Wonder Woman, and Shazam. I think I just named off all of them. I think. If I missed one, I think I might, I, I might be missing one, actually. Let me look it up. Um, ah, my computer. I'm telling you guys, this, you know, we usually don't have this many problems during the Zeke Sedso show, but... I don't know why, but today my computer just he, it does not want to cooperate right now. It just wants to give me a very hard time. I don't know. I, I'll just say that's 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 all of them. Uh, I, I'll say that's all of them. Um, okay, so uh, did you ever watch Collider Movie Talk? And if so, what are your thoughts on Collider canceling the show? Um... Yeah, that I I used to watch movie talk all the time actually. Um, uh, especially when I before I started my YouTube channel, it was one of the inspirations for me starting my YouTube channel in the first place. Um, and <laughs> it's sad, it really is because I um because I used to watch that show all the time. In fact, I was watching older episodes of like AMC Movie Talk. And, um, it's kind of, it's kind of the end of an era, honestly. It it sucks, but, you know, I, I honestly, I feel bad for those who were actually on the show and who now aren't going to be able to be working on the, on that show anymore. Um, honestly, I think that Collider as a whole just, Collider as a whole has just gone down the toilet since, uh, since... You know, really, since uh, 2017. Since 2017, Collider has just not been the same. Just hasn't. Um, if you could remake any movie of your choice, which one would you remake and why? Um, man, I'm trying to think. Which one would I remake? I'm looking back at my... Movies, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'd have to get back to you on that one. I'd have to get back on that one. Uh, cause I really don't, I really can't think of one off the top of my head. Um, and the final question is, 
predictions for the Golden Globes. Okay, so yes, the Golden Globes are this Sunday, and I hope my computer will actually start to boost up a little bit more. Hopefully. Please, please, please. Thank you. Yay. My computer works, guys. Um, so, the Golden Globes are this Sunday. It's going to be hosted by Ricky Gervais, which I'm very looking for, very much looking forward to. Um, and let me see who moving nominations. I, I, I just want to focus on the movies. I don't really want to focus on the TV stuff. Um, cause I, that's just, I, I'd have to go into a full hour on that. So, uh, the movie stuff. I'm on in I'm on IndieWire. So this is some of these are some of the nominations for the Golden Globes. Okay, so here are some of the nominations. Uh, best motion picture drama. Um, my prediction: I think Marriage Story is going to win the most the motion picture drama. Um, I think Marriage Story or The Irishman both have a shot of winning the drama category for best motion picture. Um, but if I had to pick one, I'm going to go with Marriage Story on that one. Um, next one I'm going to say is, like Joker is also nominated. So if I had a back, if I had a back, uh, so if I had to choose two winners, I would probably go. If I had to choose my top two, I'd probably go Marriage Story and Joker. But uh, Irishman has a definite shot of winning. Um, I actually haven't seen 1917 or The Two Popes. So, um, motion picture, musical, or comedy. Dolomite is my name. Jojo Rabbit, Knives Out, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Rocket Man. Uh, I think I think Jojo Rabbit should win this category. Um, Knives Out is also a big contender. But I think the one that is definitely going to win is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, these award, they love Quentin Tarantino, so they're probably going to give it to him. Um, best director, um, again, I'm going to say um, Quentin Tarantino because these awards, they just, they love, they love Quentin Tarantino. Um, I want Todd Phillips to win, though. I really do because I think what he did with Joker was just completely surprising. Um Best actor drama. I'm gonna say okay. So the nomination, the nominations for best actor drama are Christian Bale for Ford Ferrari, Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, and Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. Um, Adam Driver is gonna win this one, and he's very much deserving of one. Um, and I would say a close second is Joaquin Phoenix, and the third pick is probably Christian Bale. For Ford v Ferrari. If Christian Bell wins this one, I will not complain because he was fantastic. He's the best part of Ford v Ferrari, honestly. Um, really good in that movie. Um, best actress drama we have Harriet, uh, Cynthia Erivo er- 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 for Harriet. I've actually never seen that. Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, Cersei Ronan for Little Women. Charlize Theron for Bombshell and Renee Zellweger. I think, I think Scarlett Johansson is going to take this one. I really do. Um, best actor, musical, or comedy. Daniel, uh, I think the it's going to go to Leonardo DiCaprio. 
I think out of all of the, I mean, Roman Griffin Davis from Jojo Rabbit should win because I think he he's really great in the in Jojo Rabbit. But I think honestly, Leonardo DiCaprio does outshine him. Um, I'm glad to see Taron Egerton nominated for something though because he was great in Rocket Man. Um, Best actress, actress musical or comedy, Aquafina for The Farewell, Ana de Armas for Knives Out, uh, Beanie Feldstein for Booksmart, Emma Thompson for Late Night. And I'm going to go uh, Beanie, Beanie Feldstein for Booksmart um, with Ana de Armas coming out, coming as a close second, but I do want Booksmart to, to take some of the, some of the gold. Um, honestly, Booksmart should have been nominated for Best Picture, but whatever. Um, Best Supporting Actor in a Motion Picture, uh, I'm going to say, gosh, I want Al Pacino to win for The Irishman, because he was so great in that movie. Um, but I think Brad Pitt's going to take it. I think Brad Pitt is going to take it. Tom Hanks is nominated for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which I still have not seen. Still haven't seen that movie, but... Uh, supporting actress, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, I'm going to go with Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell. Um, I actually just watched Richard Jewell recently and it's a great movie and she was fantastic in that movie. Um, it probably wouldn't make my top 10 of the year, but it, it would be like a solid honorable mention if I had seen it before my top 10, uh, best screenplay, where's Knives Out on this one? Makes no sense to me what Knives Out isn't. Um, again, I Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's probably going to take it because they just they love them some Quentin Tarantino. Uh, honestly, out of all these, I think Marriage Story sh- Marriage Story should take it. Um, original score, that's easy for me. Joker. Uh, nominations are Motherless Brooklyn, Little Women, Joker, 1917, and Marriage Story. I think Joker should take the best original score. Best original song. What's Cats doing there? Oh, jeez. Uh, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say something that's a little controversial. Even though I did not like the movie. Into the Unknown from Frozen 2 should win this. It's a great song. I don't care. I did not like Frozen 2 at all. But into the unknown, you know, like I've been listening to that song in all. I've been listening to that song on loop recently. You know, into the unknown. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh. Best animated film. Obviously, I think Toy Story Four should take this. The other nominations are Frozen Two, The Lion King, Missing Link, and How to Train a Dragon: The Hidden World. Um. I do think Frozen Two is probably going to end up being voted, but if it, and if it wins, I'm going to be really upset. Um, for me, if I had to pick two winners, I'd probably go Toy Story 4 or How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. Those are the two for me. Uh, best Foreign Language Film, The Farewell, Les, M- Les Miserables, Pain and Glory, Parasite, and The Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Uh, I will go The Farewell. Uh, I did just watch Parasite recently, and if I would have watched it before I put my top ten together, it probably would have ended up in my top ten. Uh, and I think that's it for the movie category. Am I forgetting? Yeah, I know. It's the rest of it is uh, TV. The rest of it's television. So, 
Um, those are kind of my predictions. Uh, yeah, the Golden Globes is this Sunday, and I will be doing a recap of the Golden Globes. Um, I think I'm going to do them maybe Sunday, Sunday night or Monday morning. I have to figure out when I'm going to do it, but I do want to do like a recap show of the Golden Globes um, just so I can talk about the winners, losers, whatever. Um, and uh, that will be it, guys. So thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of the Zeke Said So Show. Uh, if you guys want to share this podcast around, get the word out, tell them that the Zeke Said So Show is here and it's the best podcast ever. Um, and yes, I will say it, it is the best podcast in the world. Um, and uh, am I forgetting anything else? Uh, don't forget, next week on January 9th, Throwback Thursday is returning in podcast form uh, on January 9th with retur- with the the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring. Very excited for that one, guys. Thank you so much for listening, guys. If you guys like this uh, podcast, make sure you stay subscribed. So you can- make sure you guys subscribe so you can stay up to date with all things going on in Zeke Said So uh, podcast, anything. And I will talk to you guys later. Peace out. Hey there, guys. Wanted to give this quick disclaimer out of the way before the start of this first episode of Throwback Thursday. This episode of Throwback Thursday was originally intended to be a YouTube video, but in order for me to reboot it, I decided to transfer it into an audio and make it the very first official episode of the podcast version of Throwback Thursday. So, there's your little disclaimer. Now let's get on to the review of Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Hey there, guys. Wanted to give this quick disclaimer out of the way before the start of this first episode of Throwback Thursday. This episode of Throwback Thursday was originally intended to be a YouTube video, but in order for me to reboot it, I decided to transfer it into an audio and make it the very first official episode of the podcast version of Throwback Thursday. So, there's your little disclaimer. Now let's get on to the review of Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Rings.